Hello, listeners, whether family or friends or strangers, maybe. It's kind of exciting because I think I'm starting to see my podcast get to the point where it's beginning to reach some strangers. Like, it's not all exclusively just my family and friends listening. Um, that said, these strangers, at least the ones I know about, like are still strangers that I've made friends um, with, like over Instagram or something. Um, so in that sense, I guess it, I don't know if it counts, but anyways, it is exciting to see uh, my reach expanding, I guess. Is that the term for it, the phrase? I don't know. not going to lie, I feel a bit wrong to sound so kind of chipper and energetic right now because the topic I'm going to talk about is nothing chipper and nothing energetic. In fact, quite the opposite. The topic today is something I've been meaning to talk about for a long time, which is my experience um, and my struggles with seasonal depression. And Somewhat ironically, but this really does paint a picture for you. The only reason I can kind of have this more upbeat or at least normal tone while talking about this right now is because, in fact, it is a sunny day outside after a little um, overcast, gloomy spell that we've had for the last few days. Uh, we have sunshine outside, and so I could feel like it's made me feel alive again, you know, and, and back to normal. Um but the, the fact of the matter is that when it's not like this, this is not at all how I am, not even 10% of this. In fact, it took me actually seven hours to get out of the house yesterday when I was really in the thick of the seasonal depression, um, but I did get out here to the same seat in the sound studio to record actually what I tried to make the episode about seasonal depression, but lo and behold... I was so depressed and unmotivated that I, I just couldn't get it out. I actually did many, many takes, but never could get through the whole thing because I just felt so, uh, not even, okay, not even sad. I'll get into this a little bit more, but not even sad, just lifeless, like apathetic and feeling nothing. And I felt like I couldn't put any real thoughtfulness or intention or emotion into the episode because I just felt like I had, um, flatlined so much and prior to even getting into the seat I was sitting at another one in the sound booth and instead of recording literally I don't know how long it was maybe 30 minutes I just felt paralyzed like I was just sitting there just with my eyes closed and I just felt so lifeless like I couldn't move <laughs> I mean so yeah that's that might sound crazy and I'm just gonna say like honestly a lot of what I'm going to share about my experiences with seasonal depression might, especially if you haven't dealt with it, or at least not to this scale, it might sound very dramatic. And to me too, saying it right now when I'm feeling in an okay mood because the sun's out, it does sound very dramatic and crazy to me. But the fact is, this is all how it really is um, when I'm in the thick of it. And so actually, I have kind of a list that I compiled a while ago, just brain dumping a lot of the stuff that's going on emotionally 
when these um when these episodes if you will hit uh so uh i don't even know where to start and i also feel like i won't know where to end there's just so much to talk about i don't know if it's appropriate to make such a long episode but i guess um i don't know i guess if it adds to your experience and just understanding of uh people's experience with seasonal depression is or if it's to help you relate if you struggle with the same thing hopefully this is helpful I don't really have lessons or solutions for the seasonal depression because if I did I would not be choosing to go through the misery that I do every time it gets foggy out but um okay let's start with this this seasonal depression is this might sound obvious but not a conscious choice um, it, it just literally, it's not like I look outside my window and go, oh, it's rainy or it's gloomy outside. Uh, oh, you know, I, I just must be feeling bad today. Like it, it makes me feel lazy. Um, I think that can be somewhat normal for people. Just the weather kind of gets them down in that sense. But even when I lived in California, which where we were living was pretty much sunny blue skies all the time, but even living there, when we had the, um, the like random days once in a while that it would be really cloudy and overcast outside, I literally wouldn't even have looked out the window and consciously thought about how it was gloomy out, but I would spend that whole day feeling so unmotivated and lifeless and just actually like just depressed about everything in life and feel very hopeless about things. I go, what is going on? But there was always the common denominator of at the end of the day, I would look outside and go, oh, well, that's what's going on. The fact that there's no sun and the whole sky is gray and everything. Um, and I'll be like, yep, that must be why I just cried like an hour on my bed for no apparent reason. Like it literally just gets to me so hard. Um, and again, that was even living in California where the default was sunshine. And I will say where my emotional default was happy. Like when living in California, I was just at that time in my life, a really happy and joyful person. Um, not, <laughs> not to get dark or just like really bring the mood down, but really, I would say last year when I was really just feeling depressed in general, um, I think that kind of made it hard for me to discern how much of my feelings of depression were due to like the weather, which I always knew was a problem, or just were my other struggles that I had going on in general. And so I kind of, I, I think I started to forget how much of a hold that the weather had on me until this year. Thankfully, I'm feeling much better and really just not depressed or as anxious about the other things that were bothering me last year. So I had like things pretty much going without a problem in my life, but I would just notice like starting in the autumn this year, once the, um, the weather started getting bad and it was cloudy every day and, uh, raining sometimes or it would just be gloomy in general, I would just start to feel this same, um, very enormous sense of just emptiness creeping over me and I just feel so depressed every day and would want nothing except just to lie on my floor and just sit there and cry but not know what about I just like in general feel bad and um it's interesting because I really can say this 
this is seasonal depression because if you look on the Mayo Clinic website on the symptoms that they list out for a seasonal affective disorder or a seasonal depression, uh, this is the kind of symptoms that they list out, which pretty much everyone for me, it's like, check, check, check. Um, number one, feeling listless, sad, or down most of the day, nearly every day. Yes. Losing interest in activities you once enjoyed. Yes. Um, you know, I could do, I could do as much as I want. I've tried things like this before. I've, when I'm in a good mood, I'll try to write out, okay, Robin, remember, these are all the movies that you love. And these are the things that always make you happy, uh, when you're feeling sad or something. But once I am in the middle of this seasonal depression, I can look at those literal lists that I've written out and think, no, still nothing sounds good. Even physical sensations like, like taste or something. Nothing seems like it will taste good. I think even when I have the food, it doesn't taste good. Nothing sounds fun. Um, and also I feel like there is nothing that I have to look forward to in my days. Another symptom, having low energy, feeling sluggish. Yes. Which is only like, it's just a cycle because I feel lazy and sluggish and then can't get out of bed, which makes me feel more lazy and sluggish. Um, cause I've just been there all day before I know it. So that's really good. Um, another symptom, uh, experiencing carbohydrate cravings, overeating and weight gain. Yeah. I'm telling you, like when you're feeling all this depression, um, you really don't have the energy to, uh, to cook something good or even just to do takeout or even for me, at least like not even to pick up the phone and dial a number for somebody to deliver to me. Like it all sounds bad. So then what I do is like stumble like a raccoon in a dumpster to my kitchen cabinets and just pull out like so much chocolate or just like way overeat some cereal or something I have lying around because that just seems like the least committal and the least um, fussy uh, food to eat. And also it's like in a way comforting because it's junk food, but it also feels gross because it's junk food. So there's that. Um Having difficulty concentrating, actually, I wouldn't say so much that, but the next one, yes. Feeling hopeless, worthless, or guilty. So, so, so much. Like, I end up taking everything personally. Like, once I spiral into my seasonal depressive, you know, emotions, it gets very, very personal. I start to question everything about my identity and what I'm worth, if anything, um, I start to think I'm the most embarrassing, ridiculous person in the world. And and I start to think about all the wrong things that I remember and can't remember that I've done, but I'm sure would be mortifying if I remembered it. Um, I start to think about all the ways that I've messed up just fundamentally as a soul. And, um, and I feel hopeless. Like literally, I think about the future and it looks very, very bleak if there even is a future at all when I try to think about it. Like it just... It looks so hopeless. Um, and then lastly, having thoughts of not wanting to live. Now, before I like, before it gets alarming or anything, genuinely, I'm so thankful to say this. I am, I've never been suicidal. Like I've never really had serious thoughts like that. But the thing is, I mean, here's like a little two line poem, if you want to call it that, that I wrote a few years ago. And it's just, I love being alive but I hate being awake. Um, okay. I feel like 
when I said the word poem, that meant it was supposed to sound deep. And that actually sounded so stupid. But um, really, it's that idea of like, I mean, I've said this many times in the past, like I, I do love being alive. And I'm so grateful to have a life and to live and breathe. But often, I'd just rather take a very, 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 very long nap and just avoid all my problems. And uh, when I was really in the thick of some depression, um, I remember there were days when I'd wake up in the morning and I would just start crying because I was like, I, I wish I hadn't woken up at least quite, not quite yet. Uh, I just can't, I can't face the day. So that for me is what it looks like to have thoughts of not wanting to live. Um, okay. Let me take a little intermission here because clearly I'm saying all this heavy stuff. I'll, I'll say that I'm kind of like unloading all this heavy stuff and doing all these laughs and like jokes about it kind of in between, which is kind of just how I am usually. Um, because I don't know, it's just like a thing about confidence or whatever. But also again, right now, I'm in an okay mood and I'm in a functioning mood because the weather's decent outside. But man, like on these days when I'm dealing with the actual stuff I'm talking about, uh, needless to say, it would be impossible even for me to like, pre- <laughs> like muster the energy to move my finger to press the record button on my laptop and open my mouth to talk about this stuff. Like I just literally cannot be bothered once, once I'm in, in the thick of this. So. Um, yeah, we'll just say that. I have listed here just a few other common themes. By few, I mean a very much a handful of common themes that, um, that I tend to deal with when I'm feeling the seasonal depression. So, uh, they're not necessarily in a coherent order, I don't think, but I'm just gonna talk about them as they come. Um, sometimes when I'm dealing with seasonal depression, I can actually get much more depressed and much more sad when I see beautiful things or beautiful moments. Um, I remember a couple years ago, actually, it was a sunny day. I, I walked with my friend to a nearby famous park in Seattle, and it was such a beautiful sunny day. And I just remember seeing um, people going by in boats uh, in the water and looking like they were having the best time. And there were families at this park and people were flying kites and, you know, maybe doing um, like playing frisbee or going out with their dogs. And that, you know, and again, it was sunny, so it should have made me feel better. But I think I must have still been kind of on the um, back end of these um depressive feelings. So actually seeing all this, I just so distinctly remember it making me feel like 10 times, you know, if not a hundred times worse and just made me cry even more and more while I was sitting at that park, feeling like I've lost all hope for my future and I don't think I'm ever going to have this stuff and it must be so nice to have that. But here I am on the outside looking in. Um, so seeing beautiful things in moments, sometimes that could uh, work Um, not in my favor and make me feel more depressed. Uh, Back to the eating thing. I'll like be stress eating, but then it like is a bad cycle because I'm doing that because I'm feeling gross already about myself. But then after doing that, I also feel uh, really unhappy with how it makes my body look. And then so, (laughs) you know, it's just like this terrible cycle of um, just feeling bad about myself. Lacking motivation This hits me very, very, very hard. Um, 
in the sense that it's not just looking outside and feeling, you know, tired or like not as energetic because uh, the sun's not out, but it's actually like I cannot muster any energy or any desire or any willpower to get myself to open a book and study, even if it's like, and this is coming from multiple true stories and instances, like a huge exam the next day, I just can't be bothered to move. And the thing with this lack of motivation when it comes to being depressed, and I don't think this is, I don't, actually, I don't think any of this is exclusive to seasonal depression, but just in general, um, I've had sometimes people, you know, they'll listen to me and empathize, but ultimately say, okay, but at the end of the day, I know you're not feeling the motivation, but sometimes you just got to do it, like roll up your sleeves and do it. And like, trust me, you know, I, I understand where you're coming from, because that's the kind of thing I would always say when I was a happier person or um, just felt more joy in life and was more together. But When you're at that point and you're feeling depression, whether it be seasonal or not, um, that, that, it just doesn't work like that. Like you, you just can't muster that kind of strength. So that's something I've run into a lot. As far as feeling empty, I've often noticed, um, there's a thing too for me about physical location and where I am. So, uh, this is, This is a bit different now that I live alone in a studio, so I feel like I kind of have space to just um, be alone and have my depressive episodes or whatever uh, without, yeah, just having somebody be worried about me. And that's in a good way because I don't want to take up that space. But I remember feeling this so distinctly when I was still living in the dorms because I would still have a roommate who was living, you know, in the same like 10 feet away from me or something. so, you know, I don't want to concern them or, or be alarming by like lying in bed all day with the blinds closed and just crying my eyes out for no apparent reason. Like that felt a lot, um, a lot less accessible, if you will, which I guess in a way was a good thing, but also was kind of bad sometimes because I'd be building up all this pressure within myself, but couldn't, um, have an outlet for it and because I didn't want to concern anybody. So, I just remember thinking a couple years ago, uh, writing down this this thought, like, there's nowhere near that's far enough away. In a very literal sense, like, I, here in college, I don't have a car or anything. And so it's actually like, I cannot, I cannot just drive somewhere or transport myself to a place where I get to have space and be alone and be far enough from my problems. Um, that's that's near enough so there's nowhere near that's far enough away and I just remember the closest thing I had a couple years ago living in the dorms was to go to the music rooms in the dorms and even still somebody could and sometimes did like you know just open the door not knowing you were in there and then kind of interrupt you like crying or whatever but I just remember that was the only kind of safe haven I had um, to the point where there were times where it would literally be like 2 or 3 a.m. And I was like, this is the only time where I know nobody's going to come in and bother me. So I would, you know, kind of sneak out my dorm room quietly to not wake anybody up and then just sit in the music rooms and just be sad, essentially. Um, Being around other people is another interesting scenario because there's kind of a few things I have to say about this. Number one... Uh, when I'm doing relatively well, 
and I'm just feeling normal and healthy. Like for myself and for others, when I see people come to events that they're expected to, you don't think anything of it. It's like, of course they're supposed to be here. This is our meeting or this is our, um, you know, weekly gathering or whatever. But when I'm feeling depressed, like I just show up to these things and think, how, like, do people not realize that it took everything in me and then some to get myself to this place? Like, it is a big deal that I have actually made my way out here. And not that I'm expecting, like, a fanfare welcome, like, celebration when I come or something, but it just seems so crazy to me in those moments where it's like, yeah, understandably, nobody knows to ask how you are or sense that something's wrong. But when it's taken me such, like such gigantic amounts of effort to get to a place and then all you get are your you know run-of-the-mill like small talk like hey how's it going like how's your day or whatever it's just that that just blows my mind when I'm in those situations on maybe a more flip side of that though there have been situations where I would be like of course people won't ask but why won't they notice this thing about me so what I mean is that um Man, I just remember a specific day last year where I was just really feeling the, uh, the depression. And again, like often what it is for me is it like, it makes me just sit there and cry without even really having a reason to cry. It just feels so empty, but I just keep crying and crying. And I was coming back from this, um, birthday party and I was going back home alone, which I'm so used to. Like I've been doing that forever, but you know, of course, everything gets magnified when you're feeling this depression. So I just got back on the bus, felt so lonely after I'd just been at a party of people, um, was going back home. And I just like sat in one of the chairs, leaned my head back and just started crying and crying. And I think it was pretty obvious that I was crying. And there was a guy a few seats away from me. We were the only two on the bus. Um, and I... I I have reason to assume that he probably noticed me crying and you know not that I was doing that all for all for show or anything but I was kind of thinking like why why won't he ask like if I'm okay like I'm clearly struggling but I mean it makes sense like if I see somebody crying usually that's my way of caring for them if it's a stranger like I giving them space or I don't know if they want to be approached but to me, it just adds to the loneliness of, wow, I could be out here with other people, show I'm that something's obviously wrong and nobody is acknowledging it. And that, and that feels very isolating. Now, in the situations where I actually do end up um, deciding to confide in the people in my life, or, or, yeah, just like talking to somebody about my problems. This becomes such an interesting situation because there are all kinds of different variations of how this goes because of different dynamics and experiences. So there's one very common one, which is like people who empathize or maybe even the better word, it's sympathize with you. Um, but they've really never dealt with this sort of whether it's depression in general or especially seasonal depression. So thankfully, I have people in my life who don't make me feel crazy for saying all these things. But you could tell that they really don't understand because on the surface, I mean, like, I don't blame them. Yeah, it just seems like, oh, okay, so the sky is cloudy and it's making you question if your life means anything. But, you know, that kind of 
that kind of shows when you talk to people who don't understand and they just don't know the magnitude of what you're going through, which to be fair, you as the sufferer don't also, you understand the magnitude, but you really don't understand why, because yeah, it, it, in a way, I feel like it's very easy to gaslight yourself. Like, oh, okay, so because the sky is gray, I'm d this depressed? Wow, that's pathetic. Um, so there's that. Then there's kind of the medium ground as we're working up. I, oh, I remember having kind of an episode last fall where I was feeling so, so, so depressed because of the weather. Um, but I was, I was listing out first in my mind, but then literally started to go to the notes app and list out everybody that I could potentially call up. But then in my like heightened state of emotion, I started feeling even more depressed because I felt like for every person there was a reason why maybe I felt like I couldn't talk to them. So whether it was like, oh, I know they're really busy right now, or they have this other problem going on in their life, or they live in a completely different time zone. I couldn't talk to them right now if I wanted to. Um, whatever it may be, I end up kind of finding these like excuses not to talk to people or reasons not to um, for every single person. But here's the last kind of stage, which almost I think is the saddest to me when you come across maybe the one the one or maybe two people in your life who you can be like yeah i can talk to them because they're they're very emotionally intelligent or i feel like they're really a compassionate person or they understand where i'm coming from something like that this is actually where it gets the most sad because they're they're such a right option and they feel so much like i can talk to them then i get to this place of no, I don't even want to because they're right now kind of essentially like my only lifeline. They're my only hope right now. And while it would be great to talk to them, I can't even fathom the sadness and emptiness that will come from having to inevitably, you know, at some point hang up the call or leave the conversation and go back home um, and be be away from them. And it's like, okay, that great person that I have to talk to I have to end the conversation. And that seems like the worst of them all. Yeah, quite depressing, right? It's like, I don't know, I can't win. And I mean, there's just literally so much else that I feel like I'm leaving out that I experience when, um, yeah, when having these experiences. But uh, I don't know, for sake of time, I guess I'll spare some of the details, but I will just end off by saying, although this probably goes without saying, you could probably assume by now, um, the overall theme is just that everything that might be valid or true that I feel gets majorly blown out of proportion once I'm dealing with the seasonal depression. Um, so I have a few examples here that I've written down. Uh, the first one being, if I, if I feel like I'm talking to somebody and I don't feel a hundred percent when I'm talking to them and I don't feel fully great and fully myself, fully healthy on a normal day, that would be like, okay, yeah. Like most people aren't when they talk to other people, they're not always a hundred percent doing perfect. So that's on a normal day. But when I'm feeling all this depression, that translates to, and I'm like I said, it's all blown out of proportion. That translates to me telling myself, I feel like a shell of a person. Like I'm not even, I'm not even a whole human being right now. I'm just a shell. Um, also with relationships, 
no relationship is perfect and usually you just take like little bumps in stride but when i'm dealing with this depression i'll take every little thing maybe the the like if i'm it's probably me reading into things but if i feel like the tone in a text is a little bit different or if i haven't seen somebody in a little bit longer than i usually do then i spiral and then i start to question my relationship and not just that one, but then it starts to bleed into everything else. Oh, am I, am I a burden to people? People don't, um, people don't like me. I don't like anybody else. Like I, these relationships mean nothing. That's where my mind goes. Oh, by the way, that does remind me. I will talk about this. Um, another struggle with this seasonal depression is I, in general, like with any problem, I hate being, Um, what I tell myself is a burden to other people, even though realistically people love to be there for each other. That's just helping them care for others as well. But I always feel like such a burden when I get depressed like this. But if there's anything that really ticks me off in other people is when someone is hot and cold. Like I hate when people aren't consistent. I hate when they're so easily like they can swing from like really happy and really loving to really mad and moody and stuff. So I hate that and try not to be that myself. But I can't help but feel like that's what I am when, you know, I could be doing great today when it's sunny and then tomorrow if it's rainy and gloomy, then if I just like spiral into this almost like fake sounding levels of depression, just because of what the weather that just feels not only disgusting to me because you know it's just like oh being hot and cold kind of thing but also it just feels very invalidating when I look at that in myself just like really can I tell people that is that even does that even sound at all legitimate like oh yeah there's a big cloud in the sky so now I'm this depressed and you need to be here for me so I tend to hesitate telling people I'm feeling bad because it just feels so stupid and dumb to say because of the weather but I mean I'll get back to this later but it is chemical so it really is a legitimate thing that I have to remember um okay but going back to things being blown out of proportion uh I remember in one of my recent um depressive episodes just having a moment where I was getting so sad and so hopeless looking at my old Instagram posts and just thinking like oh I was such a different person back then. And you know what this means? That I either lost all my old joy and happiness and all sense of myself, uh, and that's depressing, or I'm just two-faced. And this has been me all along, and I'm this person, but I would just show off this way on social media or something. Really, I would like to say that neither of those are the truth, but again, like things just go so out of proportion once um, the weather and all this seasonal depression kicks in. And so that's on spiraling. I mean, genuinely, it just, you know, actually, like I mentioned, the last uh, few days have been pretty bad weather. And so I noticed myself kind of working up through the um, through the progression or the curve or whatever you want to call it, the stages, because uh, the first day or two when it was it was gross outside I felt it in the in the sense that like oh, I'm so lazy today and sluggish like I couldn't get out of bed so I just had the blinds closed so it'd just be dark in my room and just laid in bed all day couldn't do anything even though I had some you know pressing tasks or deadlines coming up I couldn't do it and then 
after like a day or two of that, I started to feel myself get start to creep towards that stage of like questioning just like deeper things about myself. Um, I literally got to the point where, and this is so ridiculous saying it now, but where I started to be like, oh, the podcast, the one thing I have that I'm so passionate about and that has ever that I've really felt this passionate about for so long. Well, I'm really not in the mood today. Of course I'm not because I'm feeling the depression, but like I'm really not in the mood today to do it. And so that means that it's all lost. And actually I've lost that. And that's really, that's really pathetic that I've lost my passion. And so now what do I have to look forward to in life? Nothing, literally nothing. The podcast is out the window and I'm done with it. That was a good phase. And it's embarrassing now to tell people that it's done because I talked such a big talk about it. And now here I am a couple days later, sunshine's out and I'm feeling back to normal about this. But like, you know, it really does work that way. And I know that, I mean, thank like God, honestly, that the sun came out. But if it had continued to be bad, I just know that it, like I would have probably gotten to the point where I was just questioning like the meaning of life. Like as I always do, it just gets very, very deep. I don't know. At the end of the day... I kind of mentioned this in the beginning of the episode. I actually, I'm not going to end off with solutions or things that have helped for me because uh, not to be such a Debbie Downer about this, but genuinely when you or when I get to that place, it's just like, (laughs) you know, harsh, but I think true, at least for me, nothing, nothing can help. Um, Again, I feel like I can't really talk to people. I feel like there's no place that sounds good, no movie that sounds fun to watch, no food that sounds like it'll taste good. I have tried like vitamin D supplement pills, but either I would forget to take it or I would for a while, but couldn't really see the effects. And I don't know if that means I need to uh, just be taking more for my case. I'm not sure, but those never seemed to help. I got one of the happy lights that people talk about where you shine it on yourself, but I just remember like actually getting more sad when I turned it on because it's like this actually, it's not a happy, warm, like orange light or something that simulates sunshine. It is this harsh, bright fluorescent thing. And I'm just like shining it in my face and feeling like this is just so sad. Um, And then like, I know people talk about, okay, like go out, get exercise, like going on a walk will make you feel better. Well, I'm sure it would, but here's the problem. At that point, like, it's just hard to get out of bed to combat the very thing, making it hard to get out of bed. Like I need to walk because I'm depressed. Well, I'm depressed, so I can't walk. And it's just, it's just bad. Um, So again, like harsh as that may all sound, I really haven't found a solution or a suggestion I'd say only the closest thing mentally that has helped me to kind of um, keep these struggles at bay is just what somebody told me. And I'm so thankful for this, but she reminded me that like, this is, of course, it sounds crazy because in a way it kind of is like, you know, the weather being bad and you spiraling into this level of depression. But you know, it might seem crazy, but this is literally just a chemical thing. This is not something you can control with. Like, I'm very much a willpower person. Like, I'll just power through this. I'll do it even if it's hard. But this is not something you can control with willpower or extra motivation. It's nothing like that. It is a chemical thing in the way that your body or your mind is. And it's just, um, this is just how, this is just how it is. 
So that really isn't a solution. In fact, it's probably the exact opposite, but it, I think, was at least like even 2% more validating for me when I go through these things just to remember. I mean, essentially, like, it's not my fault, <laughs> but you know, like, it's just, it really, <laughs> it really is just hardwired in you. And, um, for some people, I'm looking at me more than others. Uh, it just, it just really can be pretty drastic. And so though I don't have a tangible lesson or takeaway to get from this, I hope that if you're somebody who to any degree um, deals with seasonal depression, that maybe just even just hearing this could offer some kind of comfort to you just to feel more seen or perhaps less crazy or or maybe we're just crazy together. But, you know, just um, Hopefully this can help you in that regard. But also if you're somebody who's never dealt with this, maybe it would just add to your knowledge and awareness of what some, some people with seasonal depression go through. Um, just so you're more aware. And perhaps even if you have somebody in your life who, uh, does deal with this, that you can maybe understand a little bit or at least something close to what they might be dealing with. And in those moments, I just don't think it can hurt to ask. Like, there's nothing to lose from asking somebody, how are you doing? Like, I notice the sky is gray today or something. And I think the worst that could happen is they could text back and be like, uh, yeah, no, I'm fine. Like, it's okay. <laughs> and, and then it just sounds silly on your part, maybe, but that is so worth the, um, the, the other possible result, which is like, they end up, you know, they, they didn't want to, burden anybody by telling them how how depressed they feel but because you've opened that door you can be kind of a source for them to talk to about this and trust me like believe me that is such a gift when people are able to be there for you like that even if it's just listening i would also say try to in a gentle and loving way like try to force uh, people going through this to get themselves out and and honestly it's gonna be like external and internal like very much a struggle for them to get out because like I said I feel like it's so easy to cancel plans when you're in this depressed state um, because it's so hard to get out of bed and like imagine getting your clothes on and turning the key in your door and um, and getting yourself to the to the meetup place that sounds so unfathomable but I think there's a little more pull you have as an outside um, party when, you know, maybe that person feels a little extra more motivated to come, if not for anything else, just so that they don't bail on you and because they feel bad to cancel plans. So if you can try to devise ways to get people out, like I know it's going to, to some degree, make them feel better because at least they've gotten out and done something. Although it's not to say, because I do this all the time, like, it's not to say that they won't come home and then, like, feel way empty after being around people and then not being anymore and then just being on their own that um, they won't just, like, crash out on the couch and, and cry and feel terrible. But honestly, that was probably going to happen anyway. So, so dark as it may sound, I would just still push for it and try to get people outside. Um, but with that... I mean, I've talked for like 40 minutes now. Believe it or not, there's so much more that I feel like I could have said better or that I could have added on. But I mean, I don't know. You can't, you can't always get a hundred percent, but, um, that, that's, 
that's for the most part what my experience with seasonal depression has been. So again, I hope this was helpful in some way to you, if not just enlightening. But thank you for taking the time to hear me out and hear my experience. Like I said, sometimes the best thing you can do is just listen and empathize. So thank you for doing that for me. Uh, next week, I don't know exactly the plan yet, but hopefully we'll be on a lighter, <laughs> more actually helpful subject. But um, yeah, until next time, thanks again for listening. Talk to you soon.